Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. Today's episode, we are starting a brand new mini series in season five. And if you don't know what's going on, we are straight up in these five part mini series. And I absolutely love this season. I got to say it. I got to say it. Jenny, season five is my favorite season. Can you have a favorite? I mean, season they're like five, our babies feeling right now, but fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm almost right. Spe- you know, I was, yeah, almost. doing a little jingle. <laughs> I'm no Candace Payne with the jingles. Listen, you put me on yeah. the spot in season one and two and made me do like a, a rap and I will never do it again. So maybe that's why I like oh. season five so much is I've, I've, I've set some boundaries in place. That's probably I can't make why. you perform at a win, on a win <laughs> or wear unicorn outfits around town. Although that has. No, happened. I'll still do that. I love that. I love that. I'm there. Listen, if I told you that today we were going to be starting a new series and what we're going to do, we're going to kick it off by talking with a former Hollywood Emmy award winning editor a top podcast host. Wait, that's me. And, and, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to spoil oh, it. Yeah. Uh, who could that be? Who is who, it? Who could it be? I was but like, here's the deal. This, this person, <clears throat> we, we teams up with an academic theologian to make theology Ew. understandable. You would be like, what, what, who are we talking to? Who are we talking to? Well, Jenny already spoiled it. If y'all didn't know this, <laughs> we've got a former Hollywood Emmy award winning editor and a top podcast host from one of the greatest podcasts in all of history, all of human <laughs> history <laughs> ever existed. She has the greatest <laughs> co-host we've ever heard of in all the land. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable with self accolade. I really, oh I'm, I'm like my skin is crawling. Okay, um, oh, I, you'd probably at least at at minimum you'd be engaged a little bit, going, hmm, what is this? Well, I'm gonna let you know right now. It's <laughs> new book season, and when we have book birthdays around here, we don't just talk about them and celebrate them because they're the birth of something that God's put in our hearts, but we actually hand them off to you. Our our core people that are following along. Listen, we know our audience. We know that y'all are here. And so because you're here, we want to offer this exclusive five part right now, what we're doing only on Shut the Should with this incredible academic theologian to make theology understandable over the next five episodes. And and his name is Braden. Now tell me how to say his last name again, because I, I always I want you to try. No, no, I always put it. the wrong Come emphasis on. on the wrong syllable. I do you know how many times it. you've made fun of my pronunciations? I just am setting you up. I believe it's Braden Brookshire and Woo! not Brookshire. Is that right? Okay, okay. Yeah, Brookshire, you know, you I I do. I do. I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable all the time. You did But great. they teamed up together and basically they've come out with this new project called Flash Theology. And what it does is it takes readers through 31 readings and it makes complicated godly truths simple and accessible. So if you've ever said, I need that, guess what? 
you're going to want to stay tuned for these next five episodes. And to celebrate the launch of this, we've actually invited a guest on today's show. So I want you to give a big shut the should welcome to Braden Brooke Shire in the house. Hey, hey, hey. Woo! Wow, you guys had me cracking up back there. You guys are something else. I saw some eye rolls off camera. I will tell you that. If I had a dollar for every time I was told you're something else. (laughs) (laughs) That alone, buddy. Hey, yeah, for real. For real. Well, I, you know, I think we've, we've given some good information about what we're talking about over this five in this mini series right now. But what we're going to do is we're going to dive in and we're going to find out the why for today. So if we're just going to pull back and scale back and really figure out why theology, why these sim- simplified biblical big truths, um, that's what we really want to hear from you today so that our listeners, you already dialed in on how to listen. So as we talk, just keep that in mind that that's what we're really talking about. But Brayden, I want to go specifically to you. Um, I know that you are in San Diego. Is that true? Uh, that you is true. are uh, a minister on staff <laughs> with New Break Church. It's false. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Dwight Schrute of you. Yeah. False. false. <laughs> Bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar yes. Galactica. Yeah. Exactly. Listen. I don't even know what you guys are doing right now. Oh, wow. You're missing oh, goodness. <laughs> Can I just tell you, I'm binge watching The Office right now. Again. I've watched it oh. six times. Oh, you guys, can I just tell the listeners, I have been excited for this moment for you all to join on this podcast and be friends. Now I just am waiting for you all to murder me because (laughs) strong words, because I'm feeling it's you're getting along too well. And now I'm nervous. Like it's going to be a revolt against my humanity. You know what, Jenny? Just sit back and enjoy this moment. This is there's yeah. no fear in here. There's no fear in this. We we've just all become friends, and that's what we want for everybody. We want Braden to, to feel a part of our family, and and we want that closeness. Yeah. Do you want me to be and awkward just, instead? Do you want me to do? Would you I prefer you to I come awkward. on and like be awkward? Oh. Is that like your preference well, instead? Well, no. But Candace, did you know that Braden and I are related? By marriage. No. What? Oh, I don't know if oh. I said that right. That, that came across a little weird. <laughs> Jenny and I are related by marriage. We got married. <laughs> no. Jenny, so you explain it better. I'm going to keep it um, at that and let your mind wonder have how that works. Figure I've been reading that. a lot of Genesis, so my mind's wandering pretty crazy right now when you say related by marriage. You're on the right track. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For those of y'all non-Bible nerds, just read Genesis 1 through 38. You're going to be filled in real quick. You're going to be like, what is this family tree? Yep. Chaos. Chaos is what it is. And that's where my mind went. Woo! I don't even know how to reel that in other than to say, you know, let's get back to the question at hand. Braden's in San Diego. (laughs) Yep. And he's a mentor from what I can see on here in my notes. And you're with New Break Church. And um, I want to ask you... What truths are you seeing in your church or in the big C church that are in need of the most? Um, So why, I feel like this is the big why, like you're on staff. I mean, you see it day in and day out. What, what are the pain points? Well, I would say the first pain point is simply just reframing who theology is for. 
And so oh. when we think about relevance, right, when you think about the question mm -hmm. of relevance, you think about something that has like prevailing power to like the general audience. That's what makes something relevant. It, it's okay. far reaching in its relevance. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> a lot of people would not categorize theology as relevant. And that's part of the issue because they put it in this own category that's for like either pastors, scholars, or super elite lay Christians or something. But what Absolutely. happens, yeah, exactly. And so what happens is then the everyday Christian misses out on what is one of the most fundamental essential things for any human being. Because if theology is the art of like knowing and studying who God is, then theology mm. is absolutely for everyone. Now, there might be guides, there might be experts, mm. there might be those of us who devote our lives, myself included, to the task of theology and helping people connect with God that way. But theology is for everyone. And so I think reframing that is important. And if I can just add one thing to that real quick, you know, what I've yeah. noticed at our church, um, mental health has been a very serious crisis uh, across the country, Come I would on. say, but we are open to talking about it at our church. We are open to bringing that up that like, there's no shame in saying you're having some mental health struggles. Now, how does that mm -hmm. tie into theology? Actually very tightly. I know it's a complex uh, subject and there's a lot of factors and variables. So please don't hear me out and saying this is the only solution. But can I right. suggest that theology, good biblical theology, might be at least the most profound solution to all of our mental health struggles? Because the way I think about wow. myself, the way I perceive life and who God is in my relationship to Him is going to affect my own self esteem, my anxiety, my worries, my fears, uh, how I project uh, my thoughts about the future, or even how I look back at the past. All of that actually revolves around theology. Also, wow, that's so good. So good. I'm going to just go ahead and give you like a couple of baseline reactions to what I'm hearing. To be quite honest, when Jenny said that she was writing a book about theology, my skin puckered a little bit because of that idea <gasps> of, of theology is such a stuffy word. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's reserved for the elite. And as a matter of fact, to me, it's been abusive in the way that it's been portrayed from a patriarchal kind of, I'm going to be the only one that has the answer. And you have to listen to me because I'm a theologian. And so I know the theology of this and you don't. And I love that you're saying, let's erase that line. Let's erase mm -hmm. that abuse. Let's, let's take a big, huge um, dive into the fact that that belongs to you. And I love that you're tying it with mental health because I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring this up. I didn't even know I was going to bring it up, but I was scrolling the Instagrams and uh, I noticed an interview with Post Malone the other day. That's right. I'm hip enough to watch interviews with Post Malone. And somebody asked him, hey, who saved you at your darkest? Who saved you? And he, he basically just said, I did. I, I was the only one that could. And I started thinking, man, that goes against everything inside of what I know that I am capable of doing just because of my theology. My, my baseline theology tells me I am in need of a savior. I am in need of somebody outside of me to save me. And this is something that you're saying, if you, if you live a life without the knowledge of God and who he is in that connection to you, there can be these moments where you feel as though I'm capable of doing things that really aren't my job to do or that I really find myself fallible when put to the test. Like there won't be the ability to sustain it. hundred so percent self-sufficiency is one of those issues. Yep. My goodness. I thought that I, first of all, that is a massive, massive reason to write this book.
that alone to say, you need to know who you are and whose you are and why you're here and what that relationship to God is. And I feel like that is a common need and uh, that we're common really in the sense of for all that, that idea of not just it's a commonality, but it's a common meaning for all of us. I love that. Jenny, why did you, why did you jump into this project? Was it really similar or, or is there something else on, on your radar that you're like, man, I've got to do this this time? Well, Brandon and I are family, not by marriage. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly. 100%. And we would always hang out. So I, our, no, our spouses are siblings. So we are okay. both. Yep. So at family functions, we would always talk about deep theological discussions so much so where Matt, my husband would be like, can we not talk about ministry stuff? At, like, can you guys stop? And they try to get us to focus on other things. And we, I just love Brayden. I just love talking to Brayden about, we would text. I'd be like, Hey, how would you describe sin? Mm. Like we just, he would be my go-to on a lot of these things I was wrestling with, with God. And then over time, as my writing career started, he, I would hire him to be my academic theologian. He would prove all my projects and give me feedback and help me take it that much deeper. And we always dreamed into doing a project together. And this is our first project we're releasing together. And it's really the best of both of our brains. So I Mm -hmm. really love digging in with him on figuring out how can we creatively express this concept and how can we further bring this idea alive and just I, I just really think it's the best. I mean, you know, Candace, collaborating with people, it, it is such a fun thing to release things together into the world. So this has been yep. a dream of both of ours, and we're so happy to see it come to life. Yeah. If I can just add I, one thing, I just want to yeah. brag on Jenny real quick. Like working with Jenny oh. was so much fun too. And I can't wait to do more projects with her because I might be branded as the academic theologian, but Jenny is just as much a theologian. She is so thoughtful. She engages the text of scripture with like a deep passion to know what it's originally saying and what that means for us. And so as someone who cares about that too, working with Jenny has been great because we think very differently, but we have the same Mm -hmm. core passion and no one I know studies just as hard as Jenny. And so I really appreciated working with Jenny. Any insights in the book, I feel like they'd be surprised sometimes who is the mastermind behind a particular paragraph or something. Cause well, Jenny I, I was study, profound. I yeah. study really hard. I, <laughs> I study the Bible really hard too. I How would you just... describe sanctification, <laughs> Candace? Can you pronounce perichoresis? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Perichoresis. Well, Thank you. Ning, ning, ning. Ask me to tell you what it means, and I'm going to give you the wrong meaning all day long. Because I'll tell you right now, I I, my first thought was a body part that I shouldn't ever mention. (laughs) I don't think that that was the same thing as what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, no, not exactly. Nope, nope, not exactly that. Um, you know what? What I love is the fact that uh, you make this accessible and fun, and it feels as though it makes scripture uh less daunting less Mm. daunting to somebody that's coming in and trying to figure out where do i start as a matter of fact you know i don't always want to point back on my experience but i'm telling you i have an audience and and a following of people that just follow me because of star wars nothing else like not even to know that i'm a christian right and when they they find that out then they start following along going, ah, I don't know if I believe the, all that jargon that I've heard my whole life, right? Growing up in church. I don't know if I really think that that's true. 
But then there's something that always happens in my DMs. It, I call these people the ones that are always on the fringe. They're questioning God. They're questioning how do I fit with him? How does he fit with me? It has what I've been taught been true all along. And the first thing that I always get from somebody like that in my DMs is, all right, I'm convinced. I want to get back and read the Bible, but where do I start? Where do I start? And so in flash theology, how do you make scripture accessible to that person, that, that fringe person that says, where do I start? It's, it's a fantastic question. And honestly, this is a kind of resource we hope that does get handed to people who are like, just either on that fringe of maybe not yeah. even believing in Jesus yet or have just mm. uh, passed that brink and given their life to him, but do need that theological framework. And I'll call it that, even if they wouldn't frame it that way. And Because right. here's the thing. I think so often when people are given those beginner guide resources, it's simple and accessible, sure, but it's so watered down that there's there's not those, um, I'm going to use a mm. Jenny word, stabilizing truths or deep enough truths to really, really ground you. Um, and so this wow. book doesn't pull its punches. We do use some big words and we define and explain them. We do dive into some big concepts, but we unpack them visually and artistically through our own words too. So this book is mm. meant to give you that grip on things that are orthodoxy to the Christian faith and the tradition we stand in ever since the like Jesus and the apostles. And so we try to bring it together as a guide that looks beautiful and reads in such a way that is, like you said, fun. Like the feeling I want people to get when they read this, it's the feeling yeah. I love when I lay down in a nice, clear night, starry night sky, and I'm just looking mm. up at the stars and the moon. And I just feel that sense of awe of who God mm -hmm. is. And like, I could settle in the fact of I feel so small and he feels so big, but I feel so loved by this big God. So it's the sense of accuracy and awe, accuracy because it's truths. It's not just my thoughts or feelings. It's truths about God, mm -hmm. but it's awe because it's it's the sense of wonder and passion that brings me to life in a whole new way. Sorry, I'm done preaching on that. Don't uh, I love it. What when Come we on. wrote this project, uh, I had a sticky note on my computer and it was those words, accuracy and awe. And we co-wrote together on Google Documents and we would sit and we'd have these brainstorming meetings and we always went back to that. Like, what is the wonder of God in this? What's the wrestling match? Like what, what, because we teach on things like what is God is savior? God is dwelling. What does that mean? God is inherently holy. God is mm. like, what, how do you explain the Trinity? These really yeah. large things and you can go in a million different ways, but we had to pick one core thing within those different concepts and break it down. And accuracy and awe was our big focus. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It's fun. Y'all need uh -huh. to make that like a shirt and just say accuracy and awe. And then like <laughs> a little flash theology patch on the sleeve. I'd All buy right, it. Now you're going to get royalties for that. Okay. Sounds good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Give my ideas. That's what I do. Um, I love the fact that you said it's beautiful as well, because I am, <laughs> because of watching, binge watching The Office, enamored with paper products right now. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, there's an episode in um, The Office where uh, the boss, Michael Scott, is is asked to teach 
a business class for Ryan, his, his intern. I mean, this guy that started as a temp and he comes in this classroom and he asks for the textbook and all he does is start tearing out the pages. <laughs> I know like, exactly what you're talking about. You're, like this scene is hilarious. It's iconic for anybody that's watching office, but he talks about the ne necessity of paper. And he says, you know, you have to have paper. And this is like in the beginning of the two thousands when everything was turning digital. So he says, write that down. And when he yeah. says, write it down, they all start typing on their, their computers to take notes. And it's the irony of it. So in a very digital world that we're in, where we can access access the Bible through our apps. We can quickly go on and watch a YouTube sermon. We can get these little small bites that are so digital. One thing that I love that y'all have done with Flash Theology is made it pretty. You've made the paper pretty. You've made it to where it, it's when you touch it, when you feel it, when you walk through it, it's visually appealing as, as the same as what I think a visual person or learner would love mm -hmm. because we're in that world right now. So tell me, what are we going to see when we open up this book and we see these visual cues? Like, what do you love about it that you made it visual appealing? Yeah, Jenny, kickstart this one. I'll tag along with you on this one. Okay. I just want to mention everyone that's not watching our video feed. Candace did, um, what are they? Twinkling jazz hands fingers? while she present. Ja yeah. Jazz hands. Jazz what do you love about it? Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys are going to get along way more. Oh, I was a total theater, theater kid. Total theater kid. <laughs> I did. I don't. I think I blocked that out of my memory. Brayden. Oh, our, we're yeah. <laughs> we we were like the best play in all of California. Anyways, keep going. Oh, that's a story that should, feels like it needs to be shared. But okay, <laughs> keep going, you Jenny. And Candace, I just feel like you should have like a performance battle in this moment or something nope i'm not i told you boundaries i'm not doing it don't I'm theater kids do that it's like perform and you just have to be ready i mean no no like, we don't, don't you have a monologue memorized demand. no what you have a monologue we, we interject you. the monologue in a lunch cafeteria scenario and then yeah. we wait for people to realize that we are acting <laughs> accurate <laughs> all right well, off, i'll wait folks. for that I'll wait for that moment. Accuracy and awe. 100%. You guys are lunatics. I'm, I'm going to help reel it in. Okay. Jenny, let me explain this project. Yes, so Candace, you. Candace and I, I'm just reliving all my greatest moments with you guys. Candace and I became friends because I loved her creativity. And I was like, hey, mm. do mm. you like my book? And she was like, yeah, it's so creative. Yep. And we bonded over our creative expression because we're both, I, I think we're both visual learners and we Absolutely. like to uh, take it a step further in our communication and be really thought out through that. So this project is similar to that where like we're talking yeah. for one example, we're, we're teaching how the whole story of the Bible points to Jesus. We don't just teach you that, but we actually bring it in with visuals. So we show you what it looks like, where, where's Jesus in creation, where, where's he in the fall redemption, new creation. And we map that out in a chart form. And then another, and that every chapter has a unique uh, creative expression or illustration. And we partnered, our mm -hmm. publishers were so amazing to give us the resources to bring this life. So David C. Cook is our publishers and they were all on board and they gave us the fancy colors, everything, come on. And then this is another, this is the last thing I wanna mention and then I'll let Brayden or Candace do their monologues. But, and then at the end of every chapter, we yeah. have an apply this, which is like, so we're teaching you stuff, but then we're also asking you to do it. And what I love is that we sneakily 
every apply this is around a different spiritual discipline. So we're proactively teaching the spiritual disciplines without being like, you are doing a spiritual discipline right now. So we are super intentional with the design and mm. how the, the actual book functions to not only help you visualize, help you internalize, but help you take action and, and do it as you get to know God better. So not just explaining truths about God, but helping you facilitate experience of those truths. Mm. Preach. Mm. And you I'm know what? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about the worst monologues that I've performed. Stop. My ADHD is on fire. Well, um, I feel like I it think... might fit into a theological, <laughs> theological discussion. Not I at all. Know. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I should have had my all. buzzer for this episode. I know, yeah. right? We should. It is de definitely buzzworthy. I will tell you, though, <laughs> the thing that, that hits me the most is, yes, the colors are great the the visual um illustrations are wonderful it'll it'll draw your eye where it needs to be drawn but what you said just now is that it'll help you actually develop some spiritual disciplines this is another thing a misnomer about theology for me is i feel like i wanted to know so much about god <laughs> in my early faith like, I'm talking like, see you at the pole, true love waits, Candace. We're talking like <laughs> 90s, junior in high school, Teenage. handing out donuts and Thursday surveys to my friends. And evangelism was the, I mean, pinnacle of my faith when I was in high school. And if you knew me in high school, let me just say, I'm both sorry and uh, you're welcome. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it's both. It's both. I really, I know how obnoxious I was. Um, but at the same time, what I felt a burnout in my personal walk with the Lord that actually caused a path of destruction to follow was only knowing about him. And uh, it, it led to a lot of just unsatisfaction. It, it led to bad theology. And it led to me actually feeling complete resentment towards him and my faith for a while. So I love, 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 love. I'm, can, how many loves can I add? I love mm -hmm. that you are putting in there spiritual discipline that's practical because I think that that is why James made the entire canon of all scripture. It's because it's the hardest book in the New Testament to swallow because it says faith without works is dead. And here you have all the other gospels preaching love, 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 grace, 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 by faith alone, you know, by your confession. But you have James still sandwiched in there saying, hey, the one who does not do what he knows to do is sin. And you're sitting there going, man, that's hard. That's hard to swallow because it requires my action. But I love that you're incorporating theology with the spiritual disciplines that follow because I feel like we could often miss how beautiful, and I do mean this, how beautiful of an integration obedience is to the average Christian's life. It has mm -hmm. to happen. And your faith actually doesn't grow without it. It, it's, it does stay dormant. It stays completely dead. <laughs> faith without works is dead. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that dead feeling that I felt so long in my journey with God was just learning about him without applying anything from him. And so I love that this book does that. Um, I can't wait to get my, my hands on my physical copy. I know I've seen a little PDF of it, but um, yeah, I can't wait. It's way better. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait because I'm I'm going to go through this with my kids, actually. I've got a oh. 13 and 14-year-old this year. They're not yet, but they will be by the time this airs. <laughs> and awesome. I want them to have that foundation as well. 
So mm. that's some good stuff, y'all. I'm excited for this. Well, I think we've just wet the whistle today. I think we've oh, yeah. just wet the whistle. You know, there's so much. <laughs> Jenny doesn't like that phrase. I can tell. By I don't her either. Y'all don't... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm on Jenny on that one. Uh, <laughs> wet the whistle. Yeah, I think it's an an alcohol reference now that I'm thinking about it. Whoa, that's better than wet your whistle. Okay, well, that's better. I can't (laughs) move along, guys. Move along. (laughs) Theology is for everybody. Two shirts. Accuracy and all. Accuracy and all. (laughs) Second shirt. Now hear me out. (laughs) No. 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 (laughs) Buzzer. In fact, you're not welcome back. So the next four episodes, can <laughs> immediate no. I'm done. I'm done with y'all. Enjoy the podcast for the next four episodes. I'm out. No, <laughs> no. We, I, you know what? I might be in these next episodes. I might not be. We're still trying to figure that out. But oh, here's the deal. I didn't. I didn't want um, for Braden and Jenny to not get an opportunity to really dive in deep to what this means. This is why we're dedicating one of these mini series to this, not just this book and this resource, but the expansion for you as a listener to know how valuable it is to be connected with God in a right way. You know, I'm going to be honest. There's so many false ways out there to just connect your faith and the dots and the scripture and I love the fact that this just says, let's go back to square one and let's do it in a simplified way. So please tune in, come back all these next four episodes. You will not regret it. As a matter of fact, I think you're going to wish that I was never on this podcast and that it was just Braden and Jenny when it's done. <laughs> but I think because they won't say stuff like wet your whistle and make you feel uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure. That's and if they do, <laughs> then I, I'm going to need to jump in because that's my party. Anyways. <laughs> If y'all are, if y'all can't tell, this is going to be fun. Braden, we love having you. Um, and I can't wait for the next four episodes until next week. We hope and encourage you all that you would, you would, you would just shut your shit up. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, we haven't said that in a while. We've said kick shut your shoulds to the curb, but we just shut it up. Shut that shit yeah. up. And we'll talk to you next week, everybody. Bye. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.